You don't have to die to go to hell because this is Slashers, a horror movie podcast brought to you by not one, not two, but three butt fucking magical hosts. Oh, you guys are doing toasties? I'll do toasties too. <laughs> boom, boom. Stone Cold Steve Austin with a ginger beer. Uh, I got LaCroix. Don't endorse those fucks. Oh, sorry. They haven't paid Sparkling for ad water? space. <laughs> with our 24 viewers per episode on Absolutely. YouTube. Modelo wishes they can get up on this bitch. <laughs> Modelo, more like Bordello, as no. in Gogol, <laughs> throws the roof on the ground. I got the singing in. Although, you know Less what? than two minutes I in. gotta say, wow. with Modelo endorsing all of those UFC fighters, and they do absolute dog shit afterwards. They suck. Steve, Steve Abio just, just fucking done. gone. Ryan Ortega, gone. gone. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. Chad's belching's gonna get us on fucking topic <laughs> hey, tonight. That's, that's, I'll just keep a tally. Yeah, every time, guys. One. So there are multiple taglines for the film. The two that I picked up were, you don't have to die to go to hell, or prom night can be torture. I kind of like, I mean, I know that the first is objectively better, but personally, based on my human experience, I think the second one's great because I went to a prom and my girlfriend at the time, her best friend, got dumped that day. And this broad is crying the whole time. I spent all this money to go to the fucking prom. Didn't even get to <laughs> yeah. dance with my hussy once. <laughs> that sucks. So you know what? I feel like it's strange that that would be one of the lines because I don't feel like they even use prom once in the film. It's a year-end dance. Yeah, I think that's, that's I think, right. I think it's like an Aussie thing. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. they changed it, right? Like winter formal. It just sounds weird. I don't know. Yeah. Homecoming dance. That's what you call it, but they don't. Anyway, the movie we're doing is the loved ones. Not to be confused with the love boat, because the way you yeah. said it was so sultry, Chad. Oh, sorry. So let's let's do a sound test, everybody, and do your normal voice so people can distinguish who we are. Because that's something I fucking hate on podcasts, where there's four people, they're talking like, is that Ryan? Is that Marcus? Is this this? <laughs> like, I remember the, when Blink-182 did Mark, Tom, and Travis show. No fucking idea for, like, months who was which voice. Basically, you can tell who I am. This is Brian, because I have a super nasally voice. I think I'm nasally linear. Not to be like a gatekeeper. I don't know. Maybe it's just when you hear your own voice <laughs> yeah. in playback and you're like, I sound like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and hated the first time I heard myself. When I edit, I edit it at like 1.5, 1.7 speed sometimes. And so I'm like, and I sound like a chipmunk. That's how we hear you anyway. A nose full of cocaine. It's the worst. Only at 1.5, huh? That's like normal. Yeah. And then Chad, do a little sound check. Hi, I'm Chad. Uh, do the what is it, the one from it? He put puts his fist upon the post and still believes he sees the ghost. Is that what uh, it is? I think so. Wow, yeah, that something was really like that. Good I didn't right da, 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 once. <laughs> beep beep, Brian. <laughs> Take that, you fucking <laughs> dildo, you fucking trash mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing it yet. Oh. For those of you wondering, we have a three man booth because we are preparing to do it in the month of August mm. and. We're going to be having Chad there to, I think I referred to you as our Sherpa guide. Yeah. Because it is a voluminous <laughs> journey, the likes of which yep. even Tolkien and, would balk at. Yeah. And also, I feel like, you know, we're both, all three of us are, are taking this on while we're majority of the time at work. So we have other things going on in, in the midst of listening to this. And this I find, will be my third time wow. listening to this book. You like to torture yourself, dude. A little yep. bit of masochist right there. I feel that's a hundred and thirty five hours worth of uh, audiobook. I find myself zoning out at least 10, 15 minutes at a time. And then I'm just like, <laughs> do I rewind that? Nah, you know what? Fuck it. 
I'm sure nothing Chad matters. Dude, I'm Chad 60. In. Check this out. I'm 69% of the way through it, and I'm like, nothing has mattered. I had to pause the book for you guys to catch up. Well, yeah, because you're at, like at work. I'm just like a zombie, and all I do is listen to audiobooks. You know what I love to do throughout my workday? I love to see how long I can go without speaking to anyone. Yeah, that's me too, and yeah. I manage like yeah. a bunch yeah, of people. See, that's that's it's a it's a no go for me because. I have a bunch of underlings and like that have no idea what the fuck they're doing and they just constantly come up to me and I have both <laughs> headphones in and I'm like, <laughs> like I make it a point. <laughs> yeah. I, I like what Chad used to do. He pointed his ears and go, uh-huh, uh-huh. like, I don't know how to take this earbud out. So you're fucked friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't do that because no. their job would not be finished. And then my ass yeah. would be on the line. I actually so. let them talk for quite a while. And then I pull out one headphone and go, huh? <laughs> Say again. I love saying that. Come again. Well, I don't like that one yes, because please. that's the punchline of a joke that my uncle told me when I was a kid. It's uh, Monica Lewinsky goes to a dry cleaner. <laughs> she drops off some dresses and as she's leaving, the guy says, thank you. Come again. And she says, no, it's actually mustard this time. <laughs> so I guess mustard. the mustard is the punchline. I fucked it all up. Whatever. That's some... <laughs> I never Hope got it either come. because, like, yeah, mustard's so yellow. Yellow, but yeah. You expect like mayonnaise or like it's the froth from a cappuccino, but yeah, whatever. Oh man. <laughs> so, gang, are we ready to get into? Oh yeah, and for going back to the whole sound test thing, the guy who won't shut the fuck up is Jake. It's always Jake. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I have a uh, sick just, compulsion to speak on this show. No, it's cool, man. It makes things uh, keep going. You know, what I mean, there's no stale moment. We just keep on, keep on trucking. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> keep on rocking in the free world. And then that's what Jake does also. More singing. <laughs> Take it, Brian. Take it in your sweet meat cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I have never said that in my life. I'm so happy I didn't stutter like Big Bill. No. Jeez. That is Jesus a negative. Christ. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Shall we get into some trivia? I actually did a bunch of research on this because the trivia is so hard to find. Yes, and it was. I tried uh, uh, helping with it, and I was like, nah, I give up. You sent an article that was a fun read, but yeah, it was a good read. Nothing. No information. Nothing. Nope, nothing. And I read the title and was like, I'll let them read it and pretend like I read it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like you. Reading? Is this article an audiobook yeah, format? Yeah, do you have it in audio? <laughs> so this movie... The Loved Ones is not to be confused with the movie Another Happy Day from 2011 starring Ezra Miller, which was also released under the title The Loved Ones. See? I told you. That's weird. Yeah. The kid who was like, I'm a sad wizard. (laughs) And then he was like, I'm the Flash. Me. See how good his acting is? He's like twitchy and sad. Mm -hmm. And then he's twitchy and weird. He has, he's the guy from the Fantastic Beasts who has the haircut of Lloyd Christmas. Okay, got it. That, Lloyd. that totally makes sense. Lloyd. You guys want to hear the most annoying sound? <laughs> hey, ah. hey. Big gulps, huh? <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> That's the, that, that leads, I think last week I mentioned it with the wife, the best part of Dumb and Dumber-er, which came out the same week as It was so awful. But Brian Postain has a cameo where he's talking about pissing in there. Uh, well, I think it's an icy, but I think it comes like a big gulp-sized cup. Oh, nice. You're welcome. <laughs> That's the one redeeming part. And we move on. I can't believe I referenced Dumb and Dumber-er twice in two weeks. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Oh, it's like I don't remember my childhood, but I kind of remember my childhood because I'm in the book It. Sorry, we will shut up about It until August. Pinky swear. Will we, though? No, we won't. I'm deep in it. 
So uh, this is a, a really interesting fact. I did way too much delving into it. We are not a true crime podcast, so I'm sorry. This is kind of rad. March 2013, Chester Crown Court, Judge Elgin Edwards, the most British fucking name I've ever heard. Elgin Edwards. Yep. He sentences Gary George, two first names, never trust that person. Age 42, a homeless alcoholic who's obsessed with horror films and the occult for murdering 53-year-old Andrew Nall in the style of the film because he was obsessed with the loved ones. Carving shit into homeboy's Did chest, he drill throwing it? salt. Did he drill the hole into the forehead? He didn't do that. <clears throat> I feel like that's such like an integral part. Yeah. But he's not a real fan. from Dahmer, so it's like, you know. Then he's like a copy copycat killer. Oh, okay, because one isn't, you know, two is too much. <laughs> too, too much. <laughs> then later the same night, after he murders homeboy in his own apartment and abandons the body, he goes to a clerk and is like, I'll just kill my best mate. Go on and miss it. And I was like, that's weird. I wonder how he didn't get caught sooner. And then I find out Christine Holleran, age 50, witnessed this shit and got acquitted of manslaughter because she was like, oh, things escalated and I ran away in shock. You ran just where? Did you run to the Sahara <laughs> Desert that John Wick was wandering through and there's no cell phones? Because I feel like you should call the cops when homeboy starts carving into somebody's chest. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are not as upset about this as I am. <laughs> no. It's kind of weirding me out. <laughs> Chad's made a lot of jokes about murdering hookers, and I'm starting to see they're not jokey jokes. It's funny because he made that joke to me earlier. What? <laughs> joke. Yeah, For those of you listening to the audio podcast, I did bunny ears around the word joke. With the old duct tape in the car and trash bags uh, the and the glue. shovel and the super glue. And, yeah. yeah, That's all in my car. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> like a Boy Scout, always prepared. That's it. <laughs> so we get into the statistics for Let's this it, week. Man. Yes. Does anybody else want to do them? I can pass around the tablet. I'm talking it. a hell of a whole lot. I feel like you we brought Chad in so that Brian's stopped, talking half so. as much. No, nah, no, you're good, man. Yeah. All right. Well, what the good times roll. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I can go off of my recollection as far as uh, I think it was $4 million that as is far correct. as the, the payroll. And how much did it gross in Australia? 250 Mike? grand. No. Very far off. It is $254,170. So. Very far off. <laughs> I mean, you win in prices right, but you lose in my book. Okay, fair enough. So, fun fact, Paramount bought the rights to distribute the movie in the U.S., and then they just did festival showings. They, they didn't just, actually like, really sat on oh, it. So sad. Dicks. Especially with this movie. It was good. Right? Compared to some of the movies we've watched on here, this is like a fucking miracle. Yeah. 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 A $4 million budget in today's day and age, or 2009's day and age. Uh, four weeks? Yeah. It's a right. million dollars a week. I'd take that payroll. It's $52 million in a year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shall I get into the competition? So it opened initially in Toronto at a film festival on Halloween 2009. It was released in Australia November 4th, 2010. I don't know why it waited over a year for a final theatrical release, but whatever. When it did, it competed with 127 hours, Megamind, and Due Date. Is that a fucking time capsule or what? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, holy yeah. shit, that is and way longer ago. <laughs> it's crazy that this, I guess, the spectrum from one movie to the next, from Megamind to 127 hours, right? The completely polar opposite. Where do you put that in between those? You know oh, yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's very difficult. Ugh. Well, and it's also like, have you seen Megamind? Yes. It's amazing. It's so delightful. It's amazing. Yeah. People shit on that movie very unjustly. I think... Um, My girls love it. We've watched it several times. I Hell think there yeah. was an old TV show um, about a guy who ended up getting superpowers. He got like abducted in space. 
they gave him superpowers and he's just a normal dude. And then he like learned, he tries to fly and he's just like flailing. Oh, the greatest American superhero. Yes. So that's kind of like the same guy from Megamind, right? For sure. um, They even have the hairstyle the same way. Yeah. Who's uh, Jonah Hill's character. Yeah. Jonah Hill's character. The fire dude. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think we talked about it that the, what is it? The fish robot was very much like evil concarnate, which we're kind of obsessed with. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I guess I'll move on, even though if if you guys ever want to talk about weird old cartoon shows from Cartoon Network, I'm your guy. (laughs) Runtime, 83 minutes. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Totally. Very good pace. That hovers around the 90 minute mark. I feel like it's it's perfect. Yeah. If it's between 80 and 90, c'est magnifique. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Below 80, sometimes you feel a little ripped off because at that point, if you're below 80 and you're above 20, it's very difficult to get my attention. Like that's why I love never hike alone so much because it's between there, but it's really good. Right. And then what's funny is I feel like it, um, I'm now at the point after spending so much of my time wasted in game of Thrones, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like any really solid TV show where it's like a half an hour or well in like streaming, it's like what? 23 minutes. You're like, Oh, that was awesome. Right. (laughs) And then anything where you're like, Oh, these are hour episodes. Nope. I'm out. I've told you guys, I've been on that train for years, son. You're like, watch Shameless. And I'm like, fuck Shameless. I'm not going to watch an hour-long episode about people who I've meant to despise. I watch everything, so it doesn't matter. Except The Office. Can we talk about that for a second? What the fuck? I watched like probably four or five seasons. Well, I feel like that's enough. Right. I mean, four or five seasons is what right before Pam and uh, Jim get together. I think it's even less than that. Because I stopped... I originally stopped watching the show when they got together, but then like the years the writing later, style just completely changed. Well, and then, then they was a started getting rid of, uh, they got rid of, uh, you know, Steve Carell. And then you're like, why am I watching this? Cause again? he wanted to be the fox catcher guy. He wanted to touch Channon Tatum's <laughs> gooch with his face. I mean, Chatham he doesn't. Tate, yo. Wait, what? <laughs> you don't remember that? Maybe it's a deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> he like takes his used singlet and just like scrubs his body with it. Yeah, it's like yeah, Heath Ledger at the end of uh, what is it, Brokeback Mountain, where he's like crying with a shirt. Never seen that movie. I haven't seen it, but I know that scene because it's super sad. And somebody's like, "Hey, you should watch this." And I was like, "Why the fuck would I watch the saddest part of a movie I haven't seen?" <laughs> you fucks. Anyway, I guarantee, Chad, did you laugh at that part? This guy, no emotion at all. We're talking about life is beautiful. I'm like, I've cried every time I've seen this movie. It's so beautiful. And Chad's like, it's funny. I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, Shame I've, had, him. I've had awkward <laughs> moments where I've laughed at things that weren't supposed to be funny. Yeah, it just uh, happens. When I was, I don't know, how old were we when uh, Titanic came out? <laughs> no, Titanic, there's some yeah. objectively Ti- funny yeah. parts where she's like, when she drops the fucking jewel in, it reminds me every time I think of Kung Pao into the fist. So cute. <laughs> Bye-bye. It just chucks this precious jewel. So the boats, the ship is like straight up in the air. And guys are hanging. Yes. And then one falls and then hits <laughs> like a propeller. Oh yeah. my God, it's so oh, good. It was great. <laughs> I was dying laughing. And people were like bawling their eyes out, looking at me like I'm the fucking Antichrist. You are. Yeah. Well, fair enough. What, what are, what are the, we're the unholy trinity now. <laughs> I there like it. Go. Totally I works. like it. We need to come up with some kind of. <laughs> like, uh, uh, wait. Like this. And then. Yeah, you're going to go this way. <laughs> <laughs> So Sean Byrne, the writer director, this is another. I like this fucking guy. Let me talk about this. I mentioned it in our interview with Clayton Cogswell, director of "I Had a Bloody Good Time at House Harker." 
I can always appreciate when a writer director does a movie and they don't keep every fucking idea that they've ever had since a notebook in junior yeah. high and they just get a nice succinct tight movie out. It's beautiful. And this movie is like a great example of that. There's a little bit of what you could argue filler or you could be nicer about it and argue that it's a comedic relief. Yeah, but, but for a first film, though, you can't be mad at a guy for having some sort of filler. Oh, not at all. Right. And it's not overbearing either. Exactly. Cumulatively, I think it's like what? Maybe seven minutes of the movie is yeah. that whole stuff. Absolutely. Subplot, so. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, I don't think it's that bad. I enjoyed it enough. Or at least I enjoyed one character. The, the friend was entertaining. <clears throat> Agreed. Hmm. He was fine, but I you just don't like anyone to upstage you, Jake. No, I thought the chick was funnier than he was, though, because he's just he's reacting to her. Yeah, and I've everybody. If you guys, you've been yeah, in that situation. I feel like, where he's, it's like that's his role, though. Right, as the character, he's supposed to be the reactionary the character. Man yeah, there. yeah, and he's the only one that kind of lightens up anything. Well, I think what I like is the absurd situation where she's that shitty because, as a straight edge dork, you know how many times I've been on a date where girls just like. Fuck yeah, I got a designated driver. Woo. There's a girl who I won't mention who got so drunk when I went on a date with her at a club. She threw up on me. I changed clothes. She threw up on me again. I carried her to her house. She farted on me. And then she yelled at me because I was taking somebody else home. And I was like, this, that's exactly what this metal girl is like. I like it, though. I mean, everybody has one of those nights. Mm, nope. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> Although I did go out to eat with my wife when she was pregnant, and it was early on, and she was still quite skinny, and started throwing up in the bushes in downtown Disney, oh, and no. everyone thought she was drunk, so they're all like, "Woo!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, she's drunk," <laughs> but she's really just pregnant. It was mm. pretty lame. Apparently, was it first pregnancy, second pregnancy? First. Ooh. My uh my sister-in-law told me a story of one time when she was uh pregnant with Charlotte. She had gotten sick a lot, you know, early in the pregnancy and uh <laughs> she used to keep a Ziploc bag in her purse. No. <laughs> nice. So she's <laughs> zip zip. <laughs> Dude, that takes a that's a great endorsement for Ziploc. Because if you have oh, that man. kind of confidence and that that ceiling, that's power, fucking awesome. I mean, oh. she's a trooper. Yeah, right? that's very impressive. <laughs> that reminds me, since we're gonna derail, uh, intervention. I'd never watched an episode, but somebody was just describing this episode to me. I was like, I vow a solemn oath on the ancestors of mine. I will never watch this show. It was a chick who would puke into Ziploc bags and stash them around her house and chuck them into dumpsters. And I was like, nope. What was this? Intervention, oh, where it's usually about oh, drugs. No. Right. like intervening, like, hey, stop throwing up in the bag. Kind of like, I can't help it. <laughs> that, that almost reminds me of the weird people that have the weird fetishes, right? There's a show all about that. Have you guys heard of that? Yes. Where like a girl like is obsessed with like eating toilet paper. What? Yeah, she's like, nah. for like the vagina <laughs> stimulation. Uh, what? Well, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird fetish. So I'm assuming that if she's eating the fucking toilet paper, it's to get her p-word i don't know know, but you went from like eating to the vagina and there's like all (laughs) kinds of things in between do you know what fetish means fuck boy (laughs) is it the show like taboo or something yeah yeah so it's make yeah it's just something outside the norm not necessarily fetish with sexual do you know what fetish means fuck boy (laughs) sorry take off your pants i'll show you you're talking about fetishes i'm like 
I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know how, how this relates in any way to like maybe her back door. <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere. I'll figure it out. Come back. I think another person drinks laundry detergent. Oh, oh. yeah. That wow. sounds delicious. <laughs> I wonder if it goes the original. Die. They're the original Tide Pod challenge. I, was say, I wonder if it goes downy smooth. Oh, so it goes God. down. Yeah, whatever. It's all good. So, Mr. Byrne, Sean Byrne, had a People's Choice Award in the Midnight Madness category, the Toronto Film Festival, and the Siren Award for Best International Feature at the Lund International Film Festival. So, pretty good credentials for a guy who's yeah, in this fledgling absolutely. effort. He was quoted as saying, if you don't care, you don't scare. And his point of that was saying, if you don't care about the characters, it does not fucking matter at all if you anything happens to them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. And he had another quote, which I liked, where he referred to this movie as a, quote, jet black comedy, as opposed to just a black comedy, because he said, with the gore element being as severe as it is, and the comedic elements being very severe in their own way, you know, almost voyeuristic. Right. Yeah. Like it pushes to both extremes, so he created a new subgenre. Do you think that's appropriate? Yeah, I yeah. like it. Yeah, I don't think it's too patting itself on the back. No. Yeah, because he, he's not overdoing it. Right. right. He's not like, okay, well, this just needs to be a splatter film. Right. Right. And I, I like the comedy as it is, like when she's about to like drill into his head and she like slips off his head. Like that part's great. I thought it was going to either like run out of battery or something, or, you know. For sure. But it totally worked. There was no was way she was doing it the first time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it was also other things where it's like the friend and his awkward situation the girlfriend and her like awkwardness like, saying, <laughs> the like, whole the whole drug dog like going at his <laughs> yeah. crotch i hope you, you didn't think that you know it was me with bad hygiene uh, yeah. and she's like why you think i'm gonna suck your cock, <laughs> cock. so is it time for uh, we have three people we could do it this way nicknames recapitation prick names yeah that's true prick names dick names Prick names, dick names, and snick names. So we go back slick names. names because I fucking stuttered once. Slick names, <laughs> slick names. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Or I could, I could do an Irish voice, <laughs> pip pip. And I, no, that's Australian. Why am I doing Australian? I'm like, wait, are you Irish, Australian? I'm or trying to do like I was Irish like, Australian. I just didn't want to sound like Conor McGregor, so I was oh. like, ah. So, I, I just imagine like uh, it's Murray. It could be Mick names. I just think Murray from um, you know, Jermaine Britt. And Murray. Roll call. <laughs> Have you listened to Hurt Feelings? You've, I've only played it for everybody. Like you showed times. it to me a couple times. You gotta listen to it. It's amazing. <laughs> I spent a long time on that casserole as a whole. <laughs> Love it. So we have Xavier Samuel as Brent Mitchell. I have one. Okay. Jim Morrison. I, I can see that. He's strung out. He's got the hair. He's got the look. I was gonna call Why him. Why the fuck would you be that deranged and sweaty looking and then still shave? I was gonna call him White Blade. <laughs> you mean like the vampire hunter well he's got the razor blade oh yeah but what about the tribal tattoos what about the <laughs> what about the arnett's indoors what about the black leather trench coat what about steven dorf as his villain chad what do you got uh i was gonna call him driver's ed <laughs> <laughs> i like chad's fine he was in twilight eclipse fury the one with brad uh, pitt and tanks Frankenstein and Bait 3D. Ah. Super established gentleman. Never seen any of those. Next, what? we go to Robin McLevy as Lola, <laughs> quote, Princess Stone. So I'm going to go through a bunch of stuff really quickly because okay. I realize that I am talking too much. No, you're fine. It was based on Sean Byrne's five year old niece when he started writing the film. 
no, not the cre- murderous intent, but like kind of creepy, overly cute innocence and like the aesthetic making her a killer. So apparently his niece is not a murderer, but I thought it was interesting inspiration. But at that okay. age, you're definitely becoming very demanding because you were testing every limit sort of a thing. For sure. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of The Omen where they the writer based it on. You know, a family friend who uh, remember it was going to be Domlin, but the kid, the shitty kid was Damien. He was like, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> In 2012, she was nominated for the Fangoria Chainsaw Award for Best Leading Actress. She, lost. she killed it. I think she did really well. Who'd she lose to? Elizabeth Olsen for Silent House. Hmm. No. Yeah. No. Houses are supposed to be silent. That's not scary. <laughs> fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say, fuck girl. Doesn't sound as good, does it? Anyway, in talking about the process mm. of having a silicone mold taken of her head, she said that she appreciated the artistry and having not been a fan of horror previously, became a fan of horror. Isn't that nice? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Whenever we convert, can convert someone. <laughs> it's yeah. always good. Yeah. You drink could, the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you got to get that conversion therapy in while you can because <laughs> Germany is actually going to be outlawing it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's very progressive, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> We've come a long way since the tiny mustache. <laughs> And she has no acting credits on her IMDb since 2016. So things seem to have dried up for her. Maybe if she ate some toilet paper, her puss would be wet. I mean, (laughs) wait, what? That sounded very bro-ish of you. Yeah, bro. (laughs) Well, I was just throwing you under the bus for whatever. What are we nicknaming this individual? I don't even have anything for her. Mm, Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Princess. That's what she's uh, casted as in the film. How about Princess Dahmer? Princess Dahmer. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it works. I like it. Cube. Her dad is played by John Brumpton as Eric, quote, Daddy Stone. <laughs> he was in Romper Stomper with Russell Crowe in 1992. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. He was in the Romper Stomper TV show, and those are pretty much the biggest credits he had. Uh, those he, are some very extreme films. Yeah. I feel like they're worse than this. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Burn, I, it completely admitted the correlation between this character and Ed Gein and then Jeffrey Dahmer. So yeah. what do we have for daddy? I don't know. Purvo Supreme. How about that? Yeah. I like it. Because he's like, I'm going to watch you change yeah. with <laughs> your flappy pink panties. Super, <laughs> super creepy. Richard Wilson as Jamie. No acting credit since 2009. Because he went to college and has a psychology degree. Is that the friend? Yep. Uh, Raincoat. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I-, I was going to say Todd from, there's a show that has a very similar premise to this called Todd in the Book of Pure Evil, but I like Raincoat better, so you win. Okay. I concede defeat. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria Thane as Holly. I think that this movie redeems her performance in, oh yeah. This broad was in Son of the Mask with Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> so uh, Chad and I were talking about it beforehand, and we thought he said she reminded him of Rachel McAdams. And I said, what about Rachel McGothams? <laughs> no, it's, no, it's wordy. It's, goth. but it's, it's gothy. It is wordy. No, it's OK. We can do it. <laughs> Rachel that is super, super wordy. McGothams? So. She's a goth chick, and well, yeah. My only problem is I'm a nerd, so I'm like, (laughs) no, no. What do you got for? I did. I was gonna let you guys have that one. Hot topic. Hot topic. Well, this is the girl who's relatively normal. This isn't Jamie's girlfriend. Oh, it's not Jamie's girlfriend. Yeah, I'm sorry. That might have been confusing. This I was just gonna maybe call her learner's permit because she's a she gets her license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. She's very minimally in the movie, and this whole movie is based around driving. Exactly. Mia Valentine. Is the one 
played hot by to- hot topic. Yeah, Jessica <laughs> McNamee. So she was in the Meg, which was radically stupid, but fun. Yeah. She was in Battle of the Sexes, which was okay. Mm-hmm. Not great, uh-huh. but okay. And she ruined everything by being in Chips 2017. <laughs> so all I'm saying is I hope her career dries up faster than a vagina that doesn't eat toilet paper. Am I uh-huh. right, boys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get a legitimate laugh out of that one at some point. <laughs> Andrew S. Gilbert as Paul, which I think is the dad. He last acted in 2013. Don't need anything. Now, here's the interesting one. Bright Eyes was played by Ann Scott Pendlebury. That's right. Pendlebury. Hmm. A great last name. Hmm. That's the kind of last name that you put in a novella and people are like, fake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of like our interview we did. Uh... With Clayton Cogsburn. <laughs> Clayton Cogsburn. <laughs> so in a Q&A, Byrne was saying, and I'll just kind of go through this. I typed it out, so bear with me. That he thinks daddy was a sociopath and he existed on the quote periphery of society and he had the an inability to relate with other people. He had the urge to torture and never acted on it. He got married to a shy local girl and was a distant husband. She then turned to antidepressants and she was numb. When Princess was born, he felt love for her for the first time and he would do anything for the little girl. She started school. A boy was mean okay. to her, kidnaps him, kills her. The woman tries to run away, which is bright eyes. So he fra- he is the quote unquote Frankenstein figure and his trained princess in the art of torture must is the same way he teaches or a son would teach a daughter. Basically, bright eyes is like their uh, guinea pig. Yep. And her mom. So yeah. it, wow. in the movie, they just say bright eyes and the credits, it says bright eyes. It's implied that it's the mom. But you were like, could it be a stepmom? Like- I was thinking like for some reason, I thought that um, maybe they actually just like took over the house and the original occupant was bright eyes. And they're like, OK, well, now she's like the mother figure. But- yeah. Yeah. He shows a lot of affection for her, like constantly, even though she's just a zombie. Right. Tonic. Yeah. 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 It's kind of eerie. Reminds me a lot of Texas Chainsaw with the dinner scene. Yeah. That's what we were talking that's about. A, yeah. That's what I was telling Chad We had earlier. dinner beforehand. Yeah. Well, I was in traffic. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, since yeah. you decided to chime in, Chad, you get to do the recapitation this what? week. What? Yep. Oh, uh, shit. Am I... I thought I was doing recap, yeah, and then this Chad was doing sleigh by play. What? Okay, no, hold on. <laughs> when we when we talk about this, the bright eyes lady, we need to call her Connor Oberst. I think is the name of the guy who. Remember that band? This is the best day of my life. You remember that fucking guy? A super like sensitive sounding little <laughs> indie artist named Bright Eyes, but his name was Connor Oberst. Huh. Never mind. You're looking at. We'll call. <laughs> we'll call her Charlton Heston because of Planet of the Apes, which is another reference to Bright Eyes. So, okay. Brian, so since you decided to mouth off, well, no, no. big Papa Jake, I'd take my belt off if I was wearing one. Okay. Yeah. What's we'll, the recap? We'll, we'll uh, go into. Uh, dun 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 recapitation. <laughs> that was really bad. But what about this one? Recap. Re re recapitation. Re. Recap, re- I'm not going to stop until you chime in, Chad. We have the like the harmony going. Oh, recapitation, rubs masturbation. Yeah, all across the nation. Penetration. Yeah, now no hesitation. I'm all over here doing Q Lazarus. Like <laughs> caramelization. Wrong movie. Wrong movie. That's right. You know? Dramatization. I'm wow. I'm done. Participation. <laughs> All right, recapitation, guys. Um, We've set the scene. <laughs> boy learns to drive with father, swerves to miss man on road, 
father dies. Boy ends up super depressed, deals with his emotion with razor blades and lots of teenage angst. Psycho Girl asks him to prom season or year-end dance, if you will. He politely declines. She watches him get sucked off in a car. He gets abducted. He gets tortured, Jeffrey Dahmer style, thrown into pit. He climbs out of pit, runs over broad, and scene. Perfect. Yep. Chad? Yes. Are you going to lead us through this? Sure. Here's the notes. If you want help, uh, timeline <laughs> following. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Chad's like this. I got it it's all, all up, here. up here in the old noodle. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so yeah oh, oh uh, yeah because he would need an audiobook of my notes in order yep, to use them gotcha. that's right so i'll just use these for dyslexia myself. is a real problem <laughs> it does not compute <laughs> uh so, i won't make fun of your licks dexlia <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the movie starts out kind of like brian just said the boys the main character what are we calling him hendrick or no oh the other one driver's I had, ed yeah i had a uh, disturbia was the other one because shia labeouf's character kills his dad while driving in that movie Oh, okay. I actually like that movie. Yeah, if Sans Shia LaBeouf, it's fine. No, but that was before he was like super crazy. Sans Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Driver's Ed is practicing driving with his dad. And it's the opening scene. Yeah. His dad (laughs) then takes a cigarette out, starts smoking. His son looks at him kind of like, what the hell? You're smoking. You're fucking up my shit. And his dad says something. But anyway, when he looks up, he's like, oh, watch out. And they see a guy with no shirt on, something carved in his chest, bleeding from the head. The kid swerves around him and runs into a tree, kills his dad. Six months later, they're in school. (laughs) They see him at his locker. He starts putting books away. His friend comes up and asks him if he's going to go to the dance Mm -hmm. and asks if he needs a raincoat, meaning a condom. (laughs) That if you want to be prissy about it, it's called a cock bag in this house. Oh, I don't know. I've never used one, so let's continue. Chad. I didn't realize. Chad. I am a virgin, and I have two children. No. Just admit that you have only ever raw-dogged. Uh, yes. raw dog. Sticky. You know what's funny is not too long ago, I called somebody a scumbag the other day, and they're like, dude, why are you calling me a condom? I was like, <laughs> oh, my brain just went. Poo. I was like, oh shit, that's totally true. It's not fair. It's it's not far off. No, oh, okay, <laughs> I like it. So uh, this is where the first introduction to the side story comes in. The friend walks up, asks about the condom, raincoat, whatever. And what's funny is he offers it to the guy, and the guy doesn't take it. And right. He says at his own expense. Well, it's not like I'm going to use it. And sure enough, and then, spoiler yeah. alert, the hot chick that's gothic no comes up <laughs> and puts her books away. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go ask her out. Kind of runs off screen, pops back in and goes, she said yes. And uh, yeah, so that's the beginning of the side story. Then Driver's Ed meets up with his girlfriend. They kind of leave school. She says, hey, I passed, meaning her. AKA, we can have sex in your car now. Yeah, she passed her uh, <laughs> driver's ed test. Um, and yeah, they go to her car and start boning. Well, that this is right after they go to the car and start boning after. She, oh, that's right. Girl. The nerdy girl. Yeah. What did we call her? I already forgot. We had, there's 17 people in this fucking movie <laughs> yeah. for some reason. Uh, uh, princess, what Jesus. was her? Princess Popper Nickel Butt Fucker Do. 
Oh, God. Why is it so bad? <laughs> Why are we so bad at this? Anyway. <laughs> We're, I'm going to say, for, uh, as a placeholder, because we'll inevitably figure Princess it out. Princess Butterfuck. I was going to say butthole fuck. That's so weird. <laughs> so anyway, oh. she asks him and he's like, I'm already going with Holly. Yeah. And then he walks Holly. off. <laughs> so then they go. But he's very nice about it. No, he is. He's, he's not he's like very polite. Yeah, he's very polite about it. For a guy who's strung out, polite. Yeah. Yeah, he's strung out. Oh yeah, he's they did like, show them passing I'm drugs. So but... sorry. I'm ever so apologetic for wasting your time. <laughs> he's like, no, thank you. No, but yeah. what I'm saying is, I mean, there's a he million knows ways that she's for... the weird girl, there's and a... he could have been like the stupid jock and be right. like, oh, there's, whatever. There's a, you're there's psycho. a million ways for him to do this wrong. Yeah, exactly. And he was just very nice about it. Your yeah. boobs are like too far apart. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm not taking you to the end of the year dance. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So your, your dad told me you wear granny panties and uh, <laughs> pink floppy panty lady. <laughs> you and I talk on AIM. <laughs> Get fucked. Because I think this is 2009. So AIM was still a thing, right? He asked um, ASL. <laughs> So um, this is it, the scene in the car is where you find the razor blade necklace and he's been cutting himself. And the right. chick's like, I'm going to suck that dick anyway. Yeah, she gets she's, super turned on after she finds out he has a razor blade necklace and that he's cut his side. And she's like, oh, and then they start making out even harder. And through the window, you see and Princess And me and Brian Flappy watched Buns. that in a restaurant today with people all around <laughs> <No>. us. <laughs> But here's the thing that drives me crazy. So she like totally, she clearly gets an extra level of arousal after seeing that he's, you know, engaged in self-harm. Yes. And then when she says that she loves him and he doesn't say it back, she's like, she makes fun of him and implies that he is a quote, emotional retard. Yep. And I was like, these things <laughs> don't match. Uh, yes. But we passed over that during that part, while they're having sex in the car, Driver's Ed puts his hand on like the window, like the steamy scene from Titanic. And uh, <laughs> the girl that asked him out is outside just watching them bone. Yeah, that's and Princess so like, Flappy Buns oh. is what I said. Right. Yeah. See, Chad, Chad's really bad. About, you you jump around, but Chad's thing is, he makes me feel fucking crazy. Because <laughs> like, Jake's about. like, no, I literally just said that. <laughs> I did. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to criticize you. I'm like, no, I, just, I, I mean, looked at Brian like, I did. To be fair, to be fair. That's true. <laughs> Chad's usually on the other side and he is just completely zoned out and not oh, yeah. paying attention. I'm looking else. back and forth between both of you and both computers right now going, is it recording? What? Oh yeah. The backup dude. Yeah. I, I stress myself and you've checked your phone like three times to make sure your phone is the backup recording as well. Yes. Good this man. is our first time for the three. And we have the camera also <laughs> recording. So we have plenty of backups and yet I still am terrified based on the technological difficulties we've had <laughs> as recently as last night with this lab, with this fucking microphone. Yeah, it's, yep. it's just how we roll, man. I mean, Wednesday fuck up warmups. <laughs> it's let's see how many times Jake can say fuck under his breath without waking up the baby in the next room. <laughs> it's like the, uh, you know, with the interview we did last week. The beginning, we're like, okay, well, it says we're connected. What the fuck? Are we doing Skype? Are we doing Hangouts? Are we doing both? What's going on? Are we doing neither? <laughs> Are we doing the phone? Yeah. That was very stressful. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the plot of the movie is pretty minimal because it goes right from there. He goes home. Mm -hmm. He's moody. Yeah. I think he's listening to Parkway Drive at that point. His mom's like, don't take oh, a that's car. a great little plug there. I like that because they're actually the Australian band. Hell yeah. Yeah. They're <laughs> fucking hard as shit. I love that fucking band. Yeah. If anybody's in Parkway Drive who listens to this, Please. I love your fucking band. I'm not going to ask you for anything free. No, Just absolutely not. We love your shit. I 
do not love their feces, but I love the music they produce. Absolute power. Same thing. That's a new song that they came out with. It's really good. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, my so, point is the mama's like, don't get in a car. Right. The mom's like, how are you getting there? And, well, and then he's she, like, Holly's taking me. And she's like, I can call a taxi. And he's like, what's the point? It's still a car. It's a fucking car. I, I love that. Like, <laughs> they just called out the absurdity, but it didn't like harp on it. And it just kind of moved right. on. Right. Well, she goes, he has more experience. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, whatever. It's like the dumbest argument. That'd be like, th- my counter to that would be like, so you don't want me to have sex with Holly? You want me to have sex with a gotcha chick who slams her pussy around? Because <laughs> she's got more experience. Yeah. <laughs> just Let saying. me know how that goes. Yeah, I don't think that argument would go over well with anybody. <laughs> I don't know. That mom seemed like not to care about anything. <laughs> yeah, she was Other than the car. Point. Fair point. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, fuck you, mom. I don't want to do this shit. I'm emotional. And he climbs a rock. I'm yes. go on a I hike. did not like this part. But it was yeah. weird. It was just weird. Not a fan. It seemed very forced. He goes, cuts his hand, and then he starts climbing rocks and almost right. falls. He's like, after he's like, like walking, and he's just like cutting his hand, and right. there's just like a shit ton of blood just like yeah. seeping out. We could talk about that razor blade's clearly fake and has very smooth edges. So how is it that effective? Whatever, we can move on. It, right. That drove me crazy as a guy who briefly worked at Hot Topic when he in his in his, in his early teens. That drove me nuts. So then, is this where it bounces from there to the the friend? Who then goes to pick up the girl at the house? I think yes. right about there. Right? Yeah. yeah. So then he shows up. Tuxedo t-shirt. Tuxedo <laughs> t-shirt. Totally fucking rocking it. And he sees hot topic. Is that what are we? We call called her hot, hot topic. topic. Yeah. yeah. He sees hot topic. She comes out. She looks super annoyed and bothered, like usual. Um, her parents come out, and you know Chad and I were talking about earlier, and he says it seems weird that they're they seem so normal after only being six months after their kid either died or just disappeared. Well, he was missing before that. I think is another element. So of they it. don't even know. Yeah, I guess still the death or disappearance of. I don't know if he's older, but well, same, I think similar age of their daughter. It makes sense that there's kind of extra clingy with goth chick with like That's we true. want pictures. We That's want this true. because they're also clinging to the one kid who's right. Like, right. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. So then you find out that goth chick's dad is a cop. Way later, but yeah. Oh. Well, I guess no, he, kind he of comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes I, out. Th- I thought he was a mailman. And he has the dog. Jake is pulling a Brian right now. I know, right? Well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he could just no, be engaged fine, in some fine. role play in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm just saying, it could be role play. Or, you know what? Hey, you Take know what? This, Brian. I've been called fuckboy one too many times. <laughs> Male stripper. That's my two-word rebuttal to your uh, allegation that he's clearly a police officer. <laughs> I think what it is, he's a male stripper. Then at the end of the movie, he starts to play cop thinking, hey, if I do a good job, the cops will let me put on actual pants instead of this tearaway <laughs> bullshit. Fair he enough. does not Fair do enough. a good job, by the way. At all. <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm a cop. Uh, done. Yeah. So, you know, he meets up with the girl. He meets up with Hot Topic. Raincoat meets up with Hot Topic. Meets the mom. The dad comes out. The dog comes fucking bustling out. <laughs> Straight to the crotch, right? It's super funny, right? It's just a comedic relief, right? Yeah. 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 From there, they kind of go off to their dance or they go to, I think it's like chicken wings or some shit like yeah. that. But I mean, that's after the fact. It, it bounces back and forth, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it, it then goes to... Back to the rock climbing guy getting abducted. Well, he gets a phone call from his mom. Yeah. So his mom... And his mom, mom... Or he doesn't get to answer it because he gets abducted and his mom's like, oh, what's going on? He's supposed to be getting ready for the dance, and that's where like the timeline starts going to. Yeah, his phone shatters, his dog gets killed, and right. he gets whisked no, off. The dog doesn't get killed. 
Yeah, it's true. The dog oh, gets stabbed. The dog, they drive it, the dog limps its ever, way. We don't know if it dies They're, or not. Exactly, thank you. It's right, breathing right. like. <laughs> the dog limps its way back, and that's what really kind of creates like a okay. It's something is seriously. Yeah, going something on. happened right. to him. Not he's just not picking up the phone. Right. So then what happens? He ends up in a tuxedo. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, I, was a <laughs> yeah, I was just watching you. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, he wakes up, strapped to the chair, um, and looks around and. They're just sitting at the table. Bright Eyes, or whatever her name is. What do we call her? The old lady? Oh, uh, uh, Charlton Heston. Yeah, Charlton Heston. <laughs> Pervy Dad. and I don't remember her name. Princess, I, princess whatever. Flappy Buns. <laughs> princess <laughs> Flappy Buns. <laughs> I like uh, it. So they're all staring at him, and they get a bottle with a syringe, and... The bottle doesn't actually say what it is. It almost looks like Drano. Brano, or mm. Brano. <laughs> Brian said it looks like Drano. <laughs> Brano, I'm just trying to. That's his celebrity nickname. <laughs> well, one quick thing. When the dad pulls up with the kid and she comes out, she, oh, thinks, oh, she says like, right. he looks dead. You've ruined it. And she starts already pouting. I kind of like that because it yeah, sets up absolutely. the rules of like, here is the dad. Right. He is subservient to the girl instantly. Well, then it, it also kind of shows you. It's the first little bit of comedy. Yeah, and it, well, it also shows you kind of how fucked up and socially awkward she probably is right. all the time, right? Like, this is how the weird girl is at school. And she comes up to him and asks him to dance. He's just like, thanks, but no, I'm good, you know? And then, well, immediately after that, it cuts to her room where she has a doll orgy going on. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a normal person. What? I mean, I did doll orgies all the time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. What are you talking about? <laughs> figures, collectible action figures. You know what increases the value of an Optimus Prime? Him 69ing with a Starscream. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, and she also had, here's something, an excessive amount of hula hoops. Not one, not three. two, three hula hoops. Three hula hoops. What is this? This is weird. He needs to back up off that. Yeah, but you know what? They're on the middle of the fucking... You do three at a time. She doesn't have the hips for it. That's why she has flappy buns. <laughs> hey, they're out in the middle of the bush, you know, like, I don't know how, what the terrain's like out in Australia, but I'm sure they're like miles apart between one house and another. She probably doesn't have the greatest internet connection. She's like, I gotta keep myself <laughs> occupied. I'll have yeah. doll, doll orgies and fucking hula hoop my life away. <laughs> oh God, it's just. The mental images that I'm creating are not good. So the song during this part, we hate. Mm. And we hate Brian because he's been playing it all damn day. Am I not pretty enough? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to use my internet to Google how to kill myself. So I'm it's, so good. It. it's so good. Just Hey, we don't joke about do that. You, do you guys a favor and just, um, <laughs> you know, download the song. That'd be great. Good. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called, and you can't make me. <laughs> Google knows. Hold on one second. So they force feed Bright Eyes, the mama, uh, Charlton Heston, and then she taunts Jim Morrison with the or driving driver's ed with the food, and she's like, "Eat the do with the airplane." Finger licking good. Ugh. That was so weird. Oh, we were talking about Gavin Rosdale. <laughs> so from, weird. Uh, what is it? Constantine. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Right. Kaka. And everything it seems like is emphasized a lot during that part where it, she doesn't just say finger licking good she like says every word like individually is it finger licking good yeah one of the things i really like about it her infantile mannerisms of speech the way that they the repetition really helps you establish yeah. that she's so like 
reverted. Oh, mentally. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It seems like if she literally goes to school, goes straight home to daddy. Yeah. All right? the plan to kidnap another person. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, like their exactly. whole no life social and interaction yeah. whatsoever. And the dad, it's a cuckoldry and weirdness. <laughs> yeah. you go they both play extremely well, though. Yeah. yeah. It's, they sell it. Here's something we can talk about. What I really like about this movie is kind of the very basic difference that distinguishes The Hills Have Eyes, the original versus the 2006. My point is they allude to something fucking nasty, but they don't need to show incest or rape or something right, right. it's just the idea is there and they move the fuck on again which I'm well, so yeah. yeah they it's, actually make it seem more like the dad's interested but he's never actually acted upon it yeah but the girl definitely wants it well yeah during weird. the dance which well, is like, I, want I feel like it. i feel like you know with again shocker spoiler alert when it comes to any kind of torture or anything they do to the main kid driver's ed it's it's very subtle they don't show the direct drill going into the skull. Yeah. They don't show the hammer going into his, the nail going into his feet. It's always after the fact. Yeah. Right. So that, that's kind of cool. It, it leaves it to like the auditory, like auditory, yep. Is yeah. that, like auditory. where you listen to it and you're like, oh my God, I can imagine that going into the skull. Right. right? So it's, I thought almost, it was worse. Really, it's it, almost worse. It lets yeah. you work on a budget because you're not actually having to create a prosthesis right. that gets right. pierced with a knife or so on. Yeah. And I actually like it when he screams after they put the stuff in his throat because it sounds so weird. And Such a great sound. It's a great thing. He's like, oh. Well, yeah, I mean, it immediately shows what the reasoning for them fucking stabbing a syringe into his neck. Right, exactly. Right? You're like, what? Are they drugging him? I don't understand. Yeah, that's what I thought at first. And I was like, oh, well, that's going to create his impairment. So when he's trying to escape, he's going to stop. Nope, it was just to melt his vocal cords. But he could be a metal singer at a certain point with that rasp. <laughs> oh, dude, he'd make a killing in today's market. Yeah, dude. absolutely. I mean, at least old school job for a cowboy. Yeah. Right? Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> How good is that, huh? I've been practicing. No, I haven't. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Their new stuff's really good, by the way. Oh, come on. Okay. Yeah, whatever. It's all right. Agreed. I've never listened to it, so that's why I just have mouth fart. Agreed to disagree. I'm not technically disagreeing. <laughs> I'm just admitting my. I feel like sometime. every once in a while, I set, I go on a kick where I send you a bunch of metal bands, and I feel like you don't listen to any of them. Listen all of them. Lies. Okay, when I picked you up from that <laughs> shitty, fucking, evil, terrible, motherfucking did Christian you really wedding, like, did you really like that? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's Humanicide. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good from movie. Death Angel. I remember it. <laughs> How about the songs I send you, motherfucker? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, how about Disjengis Khan doing Moscow, motherfucker? That's so good. It's like one of my favorite songs, unironically. So I know that. I mean, I should do start doing the dance. Hell yeah, Moscow! You have my permission, audience, to pause this episode and go to Google and put in D S C H I N G I S K H A N Moscow. Oh, it's amazing. And I will, I will be humble enough to accept your praise and adoration for showing you the light, the way, and the truth. so chad what happens next well uh he says he has to go to the bathroom correct 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 um and she demands that he sucks his her finger first yeah which is just super weird super gross and the girl like acts like she's having an orgasm which makes the dad upset and he stands up because he wants to yeah he wants to bone his own daughter I like it. Little gym blossoms for you. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and then, so to help him go pee, she guzzles a glass of milk, which was 
Brian said it was absolutely disgusting. It was probably the worst part of the film. The stringy milk spit string, was yes. so gross. Yes, they had. I was hard as a rock. Oh, <laughs> like a rock. <laughs> just the way they they shot it with the the zoom in of her mouth and right. her, like smacks, <laughs> and there's just like stringy milk in between her mouth. You're just like. Bleh, bleh. Nah, <laughs> nah. So yeah, she empties the glass and unzips his pants, and she's like, "All right, go." She's in like, this. "Go, yeah, go in the cup," and he can't go. And so the dad gets a hammer, and she says, "If you don't go in ten seconds, he's gonna nail your dick to the chair." And they get, of course, all the way to ten, and then he pees. Very Galaxy Quest. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? And is- she says, "Oh, it's crying." <laughs> During during this part, it, it reminded me of whenever I get drug tested at work, okay. and I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna have to go pee. And they're like, Here's a cup, go in there and go pee. And I'm like, Oh my god, I'm going pee. <laughs> it's amazing what can happen with a little motivation and some prostate stimulation. Am I right, Brian? Ayo, hey yo. So this is awesome. She says that the penis is crying. She's going to kiss it better. Then she says she's gonna bite it off so that. Holly can never kiss it again. So he's like, This is, or wait, hold on. This is mine. And kicks her in the chest and she hurls backwards. Yes. He attempts to escape, hides next to the car. The dad gets into the car and he drives away. Revealing the lights like shine on him. It's it's totally believable, right? That's what I think. I'm like, Okay, this is a kid. He's not like, Okay, I'm going to brainstorm what the fuck I'm going to do and. I'm going to hide. I'm going to be like the guy from fucking Cape Fear. I'm going right. to be and take my belt and fucking wrap it around the drivetrain <laughs> of the car and just fucking. <laughs> no, I'm going to hide on the side of the car. He's going to pull out and he's going to see me. And I'm going to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm screwed. Well, his right? legs are still tied, so he couldn't like run away. Um, yeah. So he couldn't get far. Yeah. So then he starts gunning it up the tree. The dad just in <laughs> slow motion crashes into the tree, which I love because it's almost like he's demented from there. Yes. They throw a bunch of rocks at the kid and he eventually falls onto the car. Yeah, I was, ta- so I was talking to Chad earlier and I said, you know what? I like a lot of parts. Majority of the movie I like. One part that I did not enjoy was him up in the tree and them taking a rock, taking a couple rocks and him falling out of the tree. I was telling Chad... They would need to take a chainsaw and cut the fucking tree down. If I thought I was going to get killed and I got up a tree, there's no way in fucking hell you're getting me down from that tree. Here's something. I'm going to call Brian a hypocrite now. Oh, God. You just said that you enjoyed the part of the book. It with was a catastrophic rock fight. So if you can concede that those are killer weapons, you have to concede that if somebody pelted you with rocks, you would fall down. No, and then say racist. It would, it would well, be it would be this. Brian wouldn't be here. Brian would be way the fuck up here. Yeah. So you have to have a strong arm and really good fucking aim. There you go. Especially in the dark. Right. right. But even the way that it's filmed, though, like his head was covered by a very large branch and he's like peeking out. And that's like when they hit him in the head. And it, that, that part's the stupid part. He could have just held on and. They would have been there for hours. But he's very naive. I mean, he's not John McClane, right? He doesn't right. have training. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So I like so, it moved along. Again, quickly. I mean, you know, this ties into what I was saying earlier about him hiding to the side of the car and then he him getting revealed because it's like it's it makes it a little more believable. He's yeah. maybe a, a junior in high school. He's not going to know what the fuck to do. So. But him falling out of the tree was actually pretty cool. <laughs> it was good. Effect. He like falls, hits the car, and then they hits the ground, and they kind of just stare at him. <laughs> 
So from there, they hammer knives through his feet to the floor so he can't run again. Yeah, that's that's pretty brutal because it's not nails, right? And that's, I mean, nails in itself. It's like, fuck, that seems like it hurt. These are fucking, they must be Cutco knives. Because those did not break. <laughs> they should have. I really was hoping that what they would do is they because it has such a long, you know. And then they snap it. Either snap it or bend it very specifically. So, so he to, can't get out. Exactly. Wow. You are brutal. I am. <laughs> See, I'm not, I don't say Hypothetically, sail, so. if I were to kill you, Brian, well. <laughs> oh, you never know. <laughs> anyway. Does it go back to subplot? Subplot, sub, sub story? Yeah. Whatever the fuck you'd call it? Well. While he's crying, she straddles him and tells him to cry over and over again, and he doesn't cry. And then it cuts to the goth girl's dad, who finds the iPod and is like, oh, clearly right, he's been right. whatever. Then it cuts to the girlfriend and the mom at home. and the-, the dog. The dog comes to the house, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They see the dog. She takes the dog, presumably, to the vet. Or to the farm where the dog lives happily ever after <laughs> that we just never talk about. Oh, like yeah, they did with my dog I, I when like I was that. seven. Remember like that? that? Anyway, <laughs> uh, so then Princess Flappy Buns and <laughs> Daddy Pervo McMaximus are looking at the photo album of all the old boys. Right. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I like how far back it goes. This is not a relatively recent thing. This is since the first boy who bullied her at school. Which yes. Was. And it was very young. Yeah. Is there a too young for abduction and murder and massacre? I think history has proven no. <laughs> So uh, they carve into the chest with the fork. They throw the salt, like salt oh, bay, like emerald. Yeah. And again, they didn't show the carving, which was, again, yeah, it wasn't. And what's what's cool about that is, again, dealing with a budget, right? right? It's something that doesn't cost a lot of money. Yep. Yeah, they don't and have to actually tear you, through skin or anything. That's something that even though <laughs> I personally have never been tortured, I could just imagine what that would feel like, right? Instead of like, okay, well, they cut his arm off. I'm like, well, I have no idea. I can't justify what the fuck that feels like. Yeah. Like if somebody took some salt and put it on an open wound, I'd be like, yep. Well, we've talked about relatable pain. That's one of the things that makes Judd Crandall and Pet Cemetery so sympathetic. It's like, yep. fuck that. You cannot cut my Achilles, Achilles. tendon little zombie boy. Yep. <laughs> with your stupid dress up outfit like Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is the part where the girlfriend goes to you know the room and she finds the card that says, I love you with flowers. And she's like, fuck, he did love me. I guess he's not an emotional, quote, <laughs> retard, end quote. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, he didn't just say, I like you a lot after I suck your dick. After you suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have. Does she have a dick? Maybe. <laughs> that makes so much more sense. <laughs> after I suck your dick. Okay. That's yeah, all he has to say to, <laughs> to Princess Flappy Buns. He's like. Your dick's not big enough. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> so then they go back to the house and they put the horns in the mouse, you know, like they do on New Year's that tethers out and they tell him to do it. So he does it. He's so exhausted and barely <laughs> super fun. And then they bust yeah. out the crowns for the end of the year prom king and queen. That Which was is really cool yeah. because uh, especially I feel like the music in the background kind of has like cheering. So it's almost like she wins. Right. Right. It's all like in their like make believe little. And they have a disco ball in the kitchen like this whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's going on this whole time. I like to think that it's always there. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like it. Like Monday morning breakfast, you're having some waffles <laughs> and it's like ugh, glaring in my eyes. Fucking bright eyes just staring up at that fucking <laughs> disco ball. <laughs> Charlton Heston. Yes. 
So then it cuts to your homies, Todd in the book of pure evil and then hot topic. And <laughs> she full on grabs his cack and balls while slow dancing. Yeah, yeah. And the principal's like, not in my house. <laughs> and then so they go and they fuck in the parking lot. Which, I love it. Yeah. What's so great is, again, I go, I'm, I'm going back to the whole believability thing. I don't think this is something that's totally crazy on what like kids in high school do. Right. They get kicked out of the, the dance. A principal is like, well, let me just go ahead and follow them to make sure they actually leave yeah. school premises. Because I can imagine that shit fucking happens all the time. No doubt. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well, and it's also like you're full of hormones and craziness. And, and you don't think about that shit. Yeah. If there is a warm, wet hole that will allow my penis, I don't care what that bald <laughs> principal has to say about it. This was something weird. So when they're dancing in the kitchen, they sprinkle glitter on him. They call him a frog and they stomp the knife further in his foot. Do you know why they call him a frog? Was he being the French? Yeah, I don't know. Mm, the I frog don't even... and the princess? The frog and the prince? Oh, maybe. 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 I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it's an Australian thing, mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> mate. <laughs> this is where she asks to dance with the dad. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Somebody else can do this part. Nope. Chad, you're up. <laughs> uh, well, she starts dancing with Driver's Ed, which is very interesting to see him like move side by side, right? Because the knife's like bending in his foot and he's like, then collapses kind of. Uh, yeah, and she has to dance with the dad. And she basically says that Driver's Ed is not the prince that she's going to marry. She's always wanted to marry the dad. So and then they're gross. like about to kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's when um, Driver's Ed falls down and, like, distracts them right, and breaks get, the moment. To get, because he has his uh, his blade. Stabby right? feet. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then, oh, yeah, did we, we did not mention the fact that the dad on the way home picks up a dead possum. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, because that's part of the, I mean, eh. Well, it's, it's weird because. It's a minor part. At first, of I the thought story. they were eating it. At yeah, the table when they're yeah, eating when the chicken. They the bones and right, because they're all like, I thought too. Yeah. All sloppy and yeah. But it wasn't. We also failed to talk about the wishbone. But I mean, it's minor details, right? It doesn't really pertain right. to anything. He's yeah. just like, it was just the mom adds, and the dad and has the wishbone. creepiness to it, right? right? Where she's like, What'd you wish for? And he's like, Oh, it doesn't matter. I, I wish, wish for you to be happy. <laughs> right. She's like, I wish for you to be happy. And then sword me, daddy. <laughs> so then. Oh, God. They talk about the drilling that Lewis says that the kid, the first kid. They went too deep, right? Yep. Ended up fucking his brain up and killing right. him. Exactly. So then this is where Chad was talking about it, that the drill slides off of Jim Morrison's forehead. And that's pretty comedically. You knew it wasn't going to work on the first time, but I was. Yeah, the, the time f- distance, you definitely saw something coming. Yeah, but I like the way that they did it. It wasn't something as hokey as the battery or a distraction. It was just she wasn't capable of doing it. Right. right. And it also like it. It. For me, it, it put me into his perspective as far as somebody being new at killing somebody yeah. or doing something like that. That adds an extra layer of like, this is really fucking scary, right? Because this isn't going to be a clean kill or right. whatever. Like, No oh surgical God. precision there at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guinea pig. <laughs> the right. best part, I think we can all agree, is the skull dust coming up from the drill, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. my God. Yep. That is, I, it's like I that, just like, I thought I could smell it. During that yeah, scene, I was yeah. like, "Is that like coupled, burning?" <laughs> it's that coupled with the sound of the drill yeah. going through the skull, and you're just like, 
kind of like a super dentist. Cringy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. oh. It's Absolutely. way more unique than just blood junk. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Instead of just showing a like a straight on shot of it going into a prosthetic. Right. So he has a flash seeing his mom and girlfriend. Then he comes back to and they're boiling the tea kettle because they're gonna pour hot water into the wound, just like Jeffrey Dahmer did when he was making his mm-hmm. butt void zombie right. guys. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. And, you know, again, it shows how inexperienced she is when it comes to certain parts of their torture, right? Because she was never. Yeah, she, she says, never this did, is my first. Yeah, she never <laughs> did the drill. She never did the pouring of the water. Yes. She more or less did like the carving, right? Because that was like her own personal touch. Yeah. And so, you know, she's like, well, I'm not sure how, how close I need to be, you know, and then she ends up like pouring a little on him. And, uh, you know, she's just really nervous. So I thought that was. Right. It's kind of interesting. Which was a good part. Like the dad gets all frustrated and he's like, oh, it's okay. You just got to give it a good pour. And then she asks him to make the hole bigger. And so they drill the hole even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking. But that whole part, you know, it's just a little bit of comedy on top to make it not so like, oh. <laughs> right. And, you know, and even that article that <laughs> Chad referenced earlier to us that he probably didn't read where they, <laughs> they were <Yep>. talking about <laughs> uh, how it, it it's a little different than with Eli Roth and the Saw series or not Saw but Hostel. Um, Hostel series where it's the full on gore and it's nothing but the gore it's like gore porn basically yes. yeah torture yeah. porn yeah. yeah the little bit of comedic relief definitely helps and also like my I've seen enough gore to where the stuff that's gonna fuck with me or stuff that's like perverse and you know well really- I feel like it's more mental than anything right it's, it's more psychological that's that what I like. Fuck. I'd rather rely on my own imagination and have it done in an artistic way, like the dust. I think that was very clever. Right, right. I'd rather have something like that than just seeing a drill because I'm like, okay, that drill bit's fake. And also there's CG. There's so many things that make it fake. But at least with this was a unique spin on what is has been done before. Yeah. Driller, killer, other movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like we're just so spoiled nowadays with the graphics, again, with the CGI, with the prosthetics, everything else, where you just automatically are like, okay, that's that's awesome. It looks really, it looks extremely real. Also fake. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Whereas like once upon a time when this was cutting edge, you're just like, fuck, that guy really got his leg cut off. <laughs> Dude, I see fucking like his intestines sticking out. Like that is crazy. Right? But we're like, no, that's fucking sausage. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen enough zombie flicks to know when they're actually eating, when they're just putting stuff in their mouth and spitting it out. Yeah. So at this point, the kid's cutting with the razor blade and gets out. He slashes the dad in the face, cuts his rope, rips out the knives. She almost fingered his forehead, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. And he punched her in the face, not once, but twice. And I was like, dude, she could take a punch. Dude, it was cringy. But at the same point, you're like, I mean, I guess he's got fair play. No, if dude, somebody throws totally, my yeah, forehead. She totally deserves it. Yeah, no. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Chad's like, no, nah, dude, I wouldn't even wait for her to finger my forehead. No. She'd be fucking done. Dead. <laughs> so then the dad attacks from behind. He pushes him back, throws the dad into the basement. The well, boys no. crawl out. Oh, yeah. It's, the, the dabbing is great. Because yeah. he's already got the knife in his neck and he's bleeding and he's very disoriented by it. Really like that. Goes in and you see the zombie boys who were just fed the fucking possum, and they I they were clearly the f- not happy with just the possum. No. <laughs> well, I really loved the hair because if you've been trapped with no running water, you need it, to have ratted fucking dreads. His hair reminded me of the guy from Strapping Young Lad and Shadows Fall. Yeah, just that grossest that. fucking dreads you've ever seen. Ah, mm-hmm. 
But those people choose to have hair like that. Isn't that awful? <laughs> well, you have running water and you're going to insult sanitation and hygiene. So she then attacks him. He falls in. She closes the door. He finds a flashlight. And he fucking apparently kills all these poor well, dudes. She, so she she takes the hammer and then throws it down at him in like frustration. Yeah. Which and, is and great. A bucket. Right. And a then a bucket. Because yeah. it's not like all of a sudden he has a hammer down there. Right? right. Because then you'd be like, what the fuck? Where did you get this? And how did he survive all these like zombies attacking right. him? So And you know she, he's the good guy in the movie because he's worthy of lifting the hammer. <laughs> how is the house structurally sound with that huge ass basement? Underneath I thought you were going to say huge gaping hole. A gaping hole, yeah. That would have been better. <laughs> Book lotion in the basket. <laughs> Just dug, dug a hole. If Buffalo Bill can do it, they can. No, but that thing is like the size of the yeah, whole living Buffalo room. Buffalo Bill also had a There's like well. no supporting beams or anything. Buffalo Bill had a well. Well, right? well, well. <laughs> That's different than Right, built fucking... with bricks. This thing is yeah, a huge open some, hole some... right underneath their house. Giant underground fucking basement with no stairs. Well, you know what happened was Daddy Pants was so frustratedly frustrated, sexually, say it again, sexually frustrated that he would put a shovel head at the end of his cack and he would be humping the ground and that's how he dug it over the span of years. I don't Obviously. know why, I know why, I don't know why uh, Charleston, Charlton Heston didn't just fucking solve it for him. You know what I mean? Ugh. <laughs> just put on, a, like, put on a mask of their daughter? Put on some old pink panties and <laughs> lappy buns? I'll dance with you, daddy. <laughs> so many levels are wrong. Oh, yeah. So the kid shoots the gun. The, the cop dies. Oh, yeah. The cop dies. Oh, hey. Shit. <laughs> so much well, stuff is happening. I think we skipped over when, when um, oh, Hot Topic comes home from the prom, lays in her bed. And you the see. The cop then goes, like, hears her lay, while he's laying in his bed. And you see the picture of the brother, the brother the kid. which connects it. Plus, I think we skipped over when. They were looking at the photo album. You see him. You see the well, boy. He realizes it too. Right. Yeah. He realizes that that's the guy that he swerved and killed his dad, basically. So now all these families are connected from this one psychotic family. Yeah. And you could tell that goth chick's mom is kind of jealous of the fact that Jim Morrison's mom called the cop. Yeah. Dad. With right. her laying on onto her side yeah. in bed. She seemed kind of pissed. And then the this is where... Princess Flappy Buns ends up smothering Charlton Heston to death. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Finally, once brutal. dad's gone, she's like, I'm just going to kill you. Well, yeah. <laughs> what was the point? Right. Because, I mean, you you found early on, right, where she kind of asked, she brought it up kind of willy nilly, like, who do you think's prettier? Right. right. Like, because there was that conflict between, okay, you're my mom, you're daddy's wife or whatever. Yeah. But I'm also going to be the, you know, dirty little daughter. Right. So <laughs> she just wanted the dad to step up and be like, you're hotter than your oh, mom. Oh, well, you're both, <laughs> you're both pretty. <laughs> then when she closes the door, she's like, I'm going to go kill your fucking girlfriend. There's not a fucking thing you can do about it. Fuck boy. <laughs> and then he does something about it. Yep, Kills all of them. Mm -hmm. And then she's walking down the road singing a song. La 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 la. <laughs> do 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 do. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so Holly's driving. Oh God, the the photo album hits the windshield. I love that. That's so, so good, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's funny that at this point in the film, right, they're wrapping shit up. 
it all seems very much like a giant coincidence that she's driving down this road right. and she's like, I'm walking down this road and oh shit. Hi-ya. I think it's a coincidence, <laughs> but it's not that bad because it's they established how isolated the house yeah, is. So it's like one way true. there. That's true. I mean, I feel like she kind of has an idea of who this might be who abducted my boyfriend because he had mentioned earlier. Exactly. That, oh, right. she, she, that's why she called the cop. It's why the cop goes there. It's a little weird that she knows the address, but maybe. Oh, yeah, dude, we completely failed to say, you know, the cop goes there and gets fucking hatchet in the face. Cleaved. No, not get the cleaver. Yeah. Dude, where yeah. the fuck's the cleaver? It's in the kitchen. So wow. Right. We've been like, the fucking cleaver. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't help the audio medium, though. Well, yeah. Okay. Sorry to the 12 As people watching. But he's the worst table. cop ever. He walks in the house. Sees like the, or he hears him underneath the ground, and opens he goes up, opens it up, and then and she then just gets fucking just cleaved. cleaves him in the head, like splits his noggin wide yeah. open. He doesn't clear the house, look for anything else. He's just like, oh, a big hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I better get cleaved in the head and fall into this big <laughs> <Yeah>. hole, <laughs> and be added to a pile of bodies that helps this young man escape. He needed That's that a... last body though, because <laughs> yeah. he's reaching and he could just barely reach the top after he stacks them all. Was the bucket in the stack? Because I feel like that's an extra foot and a half he could have used. I don't know. I don't think it was there. It's amazing that he's able to walk so well on his feet, too. For <laughs> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Having a huge knife in your legs. Yeah. I don't he's know. John McClane. In your feet. Yeah. Pretty much. Which is cool. <laughs> so then Lola, Lola rips Lola. open the door. Oh, that for those of you who have been listening to the nicknames the whole time, Lola is Princess Flappy Buns. Sorry. <laughs> I shan't forget to describe that. She rips open the car door and then girlfriend sees the razor blade necklace and she's like, nobody fucks up my Hawthorne Heights loving boyfriend but me. <laughs> and they tackle and have a cat fight, which is funny. Yeah, that's yes. cool. It's totally believable. There's a right. kick to the face. Right. He makes the pile of bodies and this is when he leaves. He leaves in the cop car. And he's like racing. Hauling yeah. ass. Fucking hauling ass. I'm like, dude, he's going like 240 miles an hour. Nope, that's in KM. Kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but yeah, he's still really flying. His girlfriend is running away from Princess Flappy Ass, whatever her name is. Buns. Let's Buns. not be perverse. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, and so she's cresting a hill and he's cresting the other side of the hill in the car. Um, and so it's basically brings us back to the very beginning scene yep. when he has yep. to dodge the the brother of whatever the other girl is. Hot compared, topic. To, Hot topic. compared to the beginning and then the end, if like one has him swerve left and one has him swerve. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. But don't he, know. I mean, he swerves the same way. I think it has to be But right, he stays yeah. on or the left. road this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably better tires, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I mean, cop car. They're probably you know up happened? on that shit. He took his targeting headset off and he pulled it up and they're like, your targeting headset. Use then, the force, Luke. <laughs> See, I can make Star Wars references too, you fucks. And so he swerves around his girlfriend and as he looks back at his girlfriend, he runs over Princess Flappy Pants Bottom, whatever. <laughs> flappy buns. Flappy, flappy buns. Flappy buns. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you see her head smack against the windshield. There's like oh, dude, blood on the windshield. Brutal. Blood it is brutal. Like yeah, it. and all I have to say is there's no way she's moving after that. But of course, it's a horror movie, so there has to be that last scare. Right? Yeah, but you yeah. know what? It's, but it wasn't even it's a scare. Not, but it was like this. That's, that's what I, what I like, really yeah, like. Yeah, it was yeah. interesting. Yeah. It was kind of funny. It's not like it's a uh, you know oh let's stop right after we hit her. 
and then have her just like open the door really fast right. or something, yeah. and then you're like, <gasps> scary. Or pop up through the it's trunk like, like it's, it's literally yeah. like she's like so fucking pumped up on like her crazy juice that she's just like, no, I gotta have you. Nobody else is gonna have you. And right, he's like, well, let me just. Sl-. And what's great is he's not hauling ass. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna slowly back up over. It's here. the steamroller from Austin Powers. Yeah, he's like, no. It just keeps going. And it keeps showing I like think, her eyes and closer to her face. Right. And yeah. I think more recently is the uh, who the fuck's the red superhero? Ryan Deadpool. 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 Right. Ryan. With the uh with yeah. the ice. Yeah. 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 The Zamboni. <laughs> the Zamboni, yeah. And so I loved her wrist is broken. She's bleeding. She's like crawling on her elbows. So this was pretty damn gory. This is one of the more overt gory features of the movie. And it was the very really end, well. which is really cool. And then when that bumper hits her head, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like a, a relatable pain. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And then they drive home. Yes. And the mom finally shows some sort of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Hugging uh uh oh freaking the girlfriend and the boy, whatever it's are. Jim one thing, Morrison. I'm terrible one thing names, that I find is uh is really cool. Also going back to the believability, shows the girlfriend open the door and totally freak out. When she sees him, yeah, right, oh yeah, because, yeah, yeah, because you're, you're like, she's not, she's not just gonna open the door and just hug him, yeah, right, and be like, right. oh I want to suck your so dick. Much. Yeah, no. she's gonna open the door and be like, wow, that's he could have been like, you liked the cutting before. Now look at me. <laughs> when you see someone's brain, gonna say probably a turn off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So pulsating gray matter, and they get home, and they hug the kid, hugs the mom. Why not an emergency room? Why not a hospital? Why not a clinic? Why not an urgent care? Why not a fucking Sobador? What's a Sobador, you ask? It's a Mexican healing person. I was going to say man, but it could be of either gender. Hmm. None of <laughs> those right. things. Go home for a hug from mama, which goes back to Norman Bates. Boy's best friend is his mother. Yeah. Credits roll. <laughs> Credits roll. What happens with the friend? Does he get the goth girl pregnant? Do they get a white picket fence? What yeah, on Hot Topic, live happily ever after. Yeah. He never has to wear a raincoat ever again. Mm. Yeah, now she's going to bone him at the funeral for her dad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's true. Because it is, you know. Right? So what's the. Now she's like even more horny. Yeah. What's the, the family like after father's gone and the son's gone? It's let's like, do a where are they now? Like on some oh, of them no. that remember the Titans. <laughs> so let's do like 10 years later. Well, she's on Jerry Springer. Yes. And then. The okay, let's go to catatonic mom. Is she is she functioning or is she still just staring out windows? Oh, she's Oof. functioning, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. because they show I kind of like the I scare and I also, made her have the emotion back that she actually misses her son. She almost also, lost him. I also think well. that there's somewhat closure because she knows that all of this is connected. Yeah, she becomes right? a plastic surgeon to help her son who's all messed up there's, with a there, forehead, but there's it's it's no longer. Okay, you say there was a person walking in the road with his chest carved out. Now I see that that was actually happening. Yeah. So I'm going to say, okay, maybe there was somebody on the road that you swerved out of the way and your father was unfortunately killed because of it. So I'm going to go ahead and accept this. Now, Jim Morrison, does he get arrested for murderizing some sad, <laughs> pathetic Cannibal nope. boys. No. Negative. Good. That's what I thought. No. Girlfriend. Does she stay with him? Absolutely. Is she his Danny Glover driving Miss She's Daisy a ride around? or die. Ride or die. That's appropriate. I think she's yeah. ride or die. Especially because she was already kind of getting turned on with him cutting himself. <laughs> yeah. She's totally fucking down. 
And do you think that Lola survives getting hit in the head? <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking way. I think her head almost gets peeled back to the point where like it hurt. Uh, throat is just completely split open and she's just gushing blood i'm gonna pitch an idea to you boys go ahead she hasn't had an acting job since 2016 she needs some money the loved ones too she's (laughs) in an estate asylum and she is taking everybody back to prom for the reunion (laughs) dance okay all right yeah 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 She's also like a quadriplegic. <laughs> hook hands. That could be a great like practical effect. Yeah, yeah. So long as a hook hand is better than Tony Todd's in. Absolutely. Yeah. Katie Man. The ranking? Yeah. I mean, just diving right into it. Me personally, I think it's in a classic. It's in the classic realm. I would agree. Especially with the budget that it was dealing with. Yeah. Low budget. Not a lot of fat in the movie. Entertaining throughout. Good pace. So. I mean, I'd totally watch it again, even now. I liked it. Okay, so you want to hang out at my house and watch it again? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Same as long too. as we can find something with uh, closed captioning or turn it up to the volume where I can actually listen to it. But the dialogue is negligible. It's like when Chad watched <laughs> High Tension without actually knowing what was happening. Yeah, it's totally true. And I did talk to Brian about it. I was like, this is another movie you really don't need to listen to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like the In way fact, it's cut, the- it's very clear. It's just the storyline's not super complicated so you kind of get the whole premise some of the words confuse the things because by yeah, calling her bright so. eyes and not mom you're like wait a second is that uh, those things right that's true and we but, skipped over some of the stuff that made them like a little bit more creepy and that they've done it several times because we didn't say we can't hear you that part oh where they it was like a ritual yeah, yeah. yeah. when they actually like put the thing into right because that makes throat, it seem like, like they actually had done it multiple exactly times, right? and it's like a family joke now yeah. well and that's why you don't hear the boys under the house because they can't speak right yeah so i guess he's not going to be able to speak forever so i don't know you could do amazing things with a uh, what is it type in speak speak and say yes yeah you guys keep talking <laughs> so I would put this as a classic for me. I, I realize how somebody could say it's a trashic because I mean it's it's a little schlocky, but the it, it is purposefully schlocky. So I like that. Yeah, I feel like for what it is, it belongs in classic. Yeah. There are other films I feel like that are within the same category that don't even touch what this does. I agree. Any other notes on this film? Any this is one we would definitely recommend to people, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm really, yeah, I would really like to see the director's second film. I would. Um, Devil's Candy or whatever. It's it's a film where I would recommend to other people, not just like offhand. I would want to watch their reaction right, to the right, film. Right. Yes. You know? it's, it's definitely a movie. One, yeah. There's one thing where you, you recommend it and you're like, eh, whatever. I mean, I won't watch it again, but I recommend you see it. Right. But it's it's another one. I think it's one of those can... movies that's much better watching with someone. Right. Because exactly. there is that weird comedy and stuff that you're kind of like, oh, and you could get like maybe a little chuckle right. with someone watching else. On your exactly. own. Yeah. Watching weird. on your own is a little weird, which is what I had to do the first time. <laughs> my wife was asleep. I had my headphones on. It's always fun yeah. to to get the reaction from other people. Right. Because you're you know what's going to happen. And then you kind of glance over. I mean, you're not like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> During certain moments, you're just Holding like a staring microscope at over their them, forehead. You know. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's fun. I like it. So I wanted to introduce a new rule: the five dollar fright rule. Okay. Because you can rent this movie for I think it's two ninety nine on YouTube. It's worth that. Totally worth yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, y- y- 
there's not a lot that needs to be in HD. So standard definition for <laughs> yeah, two ninety nine totally. yeah. is totally fine. So is it time to close out for this week? I think so. All right, Brian, you want to start? Yeah, absolutely. If you ain't watching them dying, you ain't really trying. Chad? God damn it. What's <laughs> mine? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Enjoy killing time until next week. Hold on. Hold on. I found it. A- for Brian, for Chad, for myself, go out there and do something you love and remember that all work and all power play makes Jack a dull boy. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs>